Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, this is Rabbi Michael Pitkowski, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today we will be learning Psachim Daf 72, Ayin Bet. At the end of yesterday's Daf was a Mishnah that addressed a question about the validity of a Passover sacrifice that was brought on the Sabbath if the person bringing the sacrifice had improper intentions. I want to emphasize that the person brought a Korban Pesach, a Passover offering. It was the proper sacrifice, but he had the incorrect intention. Maybe he decided at the last minute that this was really a festival offering, a Korban Chagigah. The conclusion of the first line of the Mishnah was that a person who does this is obligated to bring a sin offering since they violated Shabbat. A potential problem is that the next line of the Mishnah seems to have reached a different conclusion in a similar situation. This other scenario is the following. What if on the Shabbat a person brought an animal that wasn't a Korban Pesach as a sacrifice, but he then decided that this was going to be a Korban Pesach? The answer that the Mishnah gave was the following. If the animal was fit, meaning that there was nothing improper after the fact they found out about the animal, meaning that it theoretically could have been a Korban Pesach, then the person was obligated to bring a sin offering for the violation of Shabbat. But what if the animal theoretically wasn't fit to be a Korban Pesach? There is a disagreement about this scenario. One opinion is that the person is obligated to bring a sin offering for the violation of Shabbat, while the other opinion is that the person is exempt from bringing a sin offering. The Gemara wonders why in the beginning of the Mishnah there was an unequivocal requirement to bring a sin offering, a korban chatat, while immediately after the possibility exists that the person is exempt from bringing a sin offering. In the continuation of the Gemara, there is a discussion about the distinction between to'eh, mistake, versus oker, literally, totally uprooting an act. If a person brings a korban Pesach, but they mistakenly thought that it was actually a different type of sacrifice, then this person was to'eh, mistaken. On the other hand, sometimes a person intentionally misrepresents an action. They intentionally change the designation of a sacrifice. He uproots the entire sacrifice. In this case, he is an oker, someone who uproots the entire mitzvah. Now, what might be the relationship between an act that is mistaken and an act that is an intentional uprooting? One possibility offered by the Gemara is that sometimes a mistaken action, no matter how many good intentions that person had, is strong enough to uproot an entire mitzvah. On the other hand, maybe a mistake stays within the boundaries of being a mistake and does not uproot the entire mitzvah. This distinction relates to an important question about the power of our actions to disrupt reality. 
If something really is a Korban Pesach, can we change reality and remove its name, as the Gemara says, or is it always going to be a Korban Pesach no matter what we do? Conversely, what if we pretend that something is a Korban Pesach? How far can our deception take us? In the midst of this discussion, the following story is brought. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef found Rabbi Abahu, who was in a big crowd. He said to him, What is the proper in- interpretation of our Mishnah? He responded and said, The first line is describing a situation of total uprooting, and the second line is describing a situation when the person just made a mistake. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef proceeded to repeat this interpretation of the Mishnah 40 times until the point that this Mishnah was as if it was in his pocket. This little story illustrates the intensity of the learning experience for Talmudic rabbis. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef was on a mission to find out the correct meaning of the Mishnah, and when he found out this meaning, he tried his best not to forget it, to learn it so well that it was in his pocket. There are a number of other interesting issues addressed on today's page of Talmud. One is the principle that the, sat, that the Shabbat is superseded by a korban sibor, a public offering. Sometimes there are conflicts between values and ritual commandments. In this situation, the public offering is deemed to be more important than the observance of the Sabbath. The Gemara returns to an issue that was addressed at the beginning of the page. What happens when someone makes a mistake during the performance of a mitzvah? A person assumes that he is doing everything according to the rules. But sometimes something goes wrong. What then happens? A number of opinions are brought, some claiming that even though the person's intention was to behave according to the rules, if something was incorrect, the person has to bring a sin offering. Another opinion is that if the person's intention was to behave correctly, then there is no obligation to bring a sin offering. All we can do is to try our hardest, although we should always remember that sometimes things that are beyond our control can go wrong. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you tune in tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.